Good morning, listeners, fellow writers and poets. Thank you for joining me this fine Tuesday morning, July 7th, 2020. Guess what today marks? The first episode of the fourth season of the Fincabulary podcast. Isn't that amazing? It doesn't seem like two years ago had already passed since I began this podcast. It has been a joy to create, and I appreciate all the positive energy and purpose it provides in my life. I hope it has managed to bring creativity into your own lives. I appreciate you out there listening, my kindred creative spirits. Today, I bring you a scrumptious treat in the form of a short story by science fiction and fantasy and short story writer John Gordine. Where appearances aren't always what they initially present to be, and love itself takes on a wild, unapologetically unique form of expression, this tale will take you through fresh twists and unexpected turns as it enthralls you from beginning to end. I have had the pleasure of listening to some of John's writing projects unfold. And to behold the way his mind works, fantastical details, new worlds out of thin air, is a wonder to behold. Dear listeners, I present to you Love at First Sight, an original work narrated by John himself. Enjoy the ride. The handcuffs bite into his wrist and ankles. A chain across his chest pins him to a circular pedestal carved with ancient symbols. On his back, spread eagle and naked, he waits. Her name was Candace. She claimed it was love at first sight, and he welcomed the attention. He told her she might be a little on the cray-cray side to say she loved him right from the start. She told him he looked and smelled great. Thank you? He met her at a baby shower for his sister, Angela, who was having triplets. Michael intended on dropping off the presents and leaving as quickly as possible. Candace was leaning against the portal when it opened and fell into Michael's arms. During his apology, she stops him, grabs his arm, and ushers him into the backyard, face to face holding both of his hands. So Michael, tell me all about yourself. He looks into her eyes, deep, chocolate brown with a hint of mischief. Typical day, I go to work, I come home, I eat, I drink. I wait by the communication panel for somebody to call me. You know, the usual. She laughs for a moment, then apologizes. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. That's quite sad. Although I don't see how anybody could possibly leave you alone once they met you. Being with you arouses my senses. She gets even closer. He can feel her breath on his lips. Sweet intoxicating, inviting. Why not? He drinks her in. And now here he is on his back, no idea how he got here or when. Darkness, trees, shadows all around, a cool night, a full moon, horror movie fog, thick and scary. From the forest, 
Candace drifts in, the mist parting in her wake. She is nude, as are the six women and six men who join her and gather around the sacrificial stone. Their bodies are incredible, naked Victoria's Secret models in the woods, under a full moon, the stuff of fantasies. Hello again, Michael. I must say that I truly enjoyed our kiss. I love your lips. I told my family all about you and how delicious you tasted. The group closes in, licking their lips and cooing in anticipation. She crawls up onto the table and positions herself between his legs. Her hand slides up his calf, across his thigh, and continues the journey towards his happiness. Michael smiles. Candace freezes. Candace, I'm so pleased with your progress. You are the first one to express love. Although it's love of the flesh, it's still true love. That is unique for your species, and my prediction that you would gather your family as well came true. When we placed your kind on this planet, we hoped that you would grow and develop. Now, after 2,000 years, you have exceeded our expectations. You are now ready to receive our blessing. She jumps down and scuttles back, arms outstretched. Everyone moves back. He sits up. The handcuffs fall away. The chain falls away. He scoots forward to the edge and stands, dusts off his hands. When I saw you at the party, I knew you were the one. Then you topped it off by professing love for me. When I knew that our experiment had finally paid off, now meet my family. Twelve figures appear, each grabbing the body in front of it. Michael grabs Candace, who transforms. A swirl of ten-foot red tentacles extends from her body. Each of her family members has been captured, all transformed, all undulating. Michael licks the side of Candace's face. Delicious. Well, family, I think we should enjoy them while they're fresh. He opens his mouth, displaying twelve rows of razor-sharp teeth. Candace smiles. Michael closes his mouth, confused. You're right, Michael. We should enjoy you while you're fresh. Her tail whips out and slides behind him. The razor-sharp tip stabs into his spinal column. It releases a mucus-like substance taking over all body functions. Michael can still see, hear, and feel everything as Candace takes her first bite. Oh, so fresh. I do love you, Michael. Another bite. I do. Bite. I do. Bite. Oh, you're so delicious. For the month of July, I want to bring you imaginative storytelling from strong, emerging voices in poetry and fiction. This story is the second in the summer series. If you haven't yet, please check out the first short story, Proceed with Caution, Last Week's Offering, and the closer to Vincabulary's third season. If you enjoyed this story by John, please show your support for this talented writer and artist by following him on Instagram at John Gordeen, J-O-N-G-O-U-R-D-I-N-E, all lowercase, one word. You can also follow me on Instagram at Finn underscore Bell, P-H-Y double N 
E underscore B E double L E to get more tidbits of my poetry, find inspiration and writing ideas, and of course, to connect. Artists supporting artists is a beautiful thing to behold, especially in these times when we need to be motivated and uplifted. Thank you, dear listeners, for your continued support. <laughs>